Cancel culture is real. CrossPolitik is on the front lines of this battle with the goal of creating a Christian television network and platform where we can't be canceled and where content creators will have the freedom to glorify God. Our goal is to create a space for like-minded businesses to thrive on this platform and to reach an audience that will not only buy your products and services, but also support your business when the heat of cancel culture comes your way. We want our platform to help you create an anti-fragile business as we bring together Christians from all over the world to tune in. With millions of downloads a year, access to DirecTV, Xfinity, and social media outlets, we are excited to partner with you. So, if you own a business and believe in this vision, then you need to call me. I'm Garrison Hardy, and I am the business development rep at CrossPolitik and the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We are looking for businesses, large or small, that not only have great products and services, but also understand that the cultural battle that is impacting the business climate here and now. I have a background in marketing, and I'd love to help you advertise your business on CrossPolitik. Give me a call at 208-792-1290 or email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. I counted the wrong way. Yeah, usually it's the other way yep. around. I've been waiting for a group of people to stand up. A group of people? Like Navy SEALs. Oh. You know, Green Berets. Okay. Stand okay. up against this whole vaccine thing. Okay. Right? Okay. Kindergarten moms. <laughs> They've yeah, been the ones well, in the front line. They started first, which is kind of embarrassing. Every mom, every mom at like a school board meeting, like they're yeah. too. Yeah. It's the seat of the woman. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the Waterboy, and we got N.D. Wilson in the studio, Jeff Durbin online, which we'll bring in here in a minute. Whoa! Wow, you're just... <laughs> breaking news. You're just breaking, Michael Bay breaking on this news. situation. I know. But before we get to breaking news... Oh, okay. Hey, this show's brought to you by Works. Darkness resides not only in the heart of man, but physical darkness is a daily reality. Recently, an off-duty officer shot someone he thought was an intruder. It was actually his adult son. Ouch. Most mistaken shootings happen in the dark. We are legally and morally required to identify our targets. This is why Shan and his team at Works, W-E-R-K-Z, mm. specialize in concealed carry holsters for pistols with lights. Yeah. See all that? How that all connects? They believe every defensive pistol should have a light and a holster. They currently offer holsters for a thousand two hundred seventy-four pistol light combinations. Plus, they can help outfit your pistol with a light. So use their holster finder at works.com, W-E-R-K-Z.com, forward slash cross politic. Yes, sir. And be prepared to defend day and night. I got me one. You got one. Of those. Well, he got he got us one. He yeah, got well, all yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It, it makes me think differently too about like what I'm going to carry, when I'm going to carry, what I'm going to carry. Yeah, when. Yeah, yeah, right. And, uh, yeah. and am I going to have a light on it to see yeah. and everything like that too? Hey, we're really grateful to have Jeff Durbin with us with breaking news. He's the head of End Abortion Now, teaching elder at Apologia Church in Mesa, Arizona. One of the hosts of Apologia Radio. Pastor Jeff, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Thanks for having me on, Pastor Toby. So you've been working with Navy SEALs who are putting up a fight about this VAX mandate. Tell us. Yeah, so right now there are hundreds of Navy SEALs across teams across the country who are not vaccinated, don't want to get vaccinated. And many of them have already had and recovered from COVID itself, so they have the natural immune antibodies in response to this uh, situation. And so... The men that I am speaking on behalf of represent um, a significant portion of United States Navy SEALs who Mm. are being told that even with a religious exemption uh, 
for their deeply held Christian beliefs, um, they are going to be non-deployable, which means that they will no longer be able to be Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. And so these are Navy SEALs. I just want everyone to hear this. These are Navy SEALs who are committed to Christ. Uh, They are Navy SEALs who want to make this resistance to this mandate about Christ, God's law, and the gospel itself. Uh, These are men who honestly are not interested in any way uh, with any sort of uh, praise or notoriety. They don't want to be out in the public. These are silent professionals, and they specifically have – I I am speaking on their behalf. They don't want this story uh, to be about anything other than ultimately their commitments as, uh, as Christians to the Lordship of Christ. And their opposition to this, based upon biblical grounds, historic Christian uh, tradition in terms of the role of government and uh, the demands of love for neighbor and Mm. all of that. And so these are men, uh, believe it or not, that are very, very, very committed to Jesus Christ and to the gospel. And they specifically want this resistance to this tyrannical vaccine mandate to be about Christ and God's law and their love for neighbor. Jeff, can I, you know... I have a lot of friends that are serving right now and some of them that are in the Air Force. And one of my friends told me, he's like, you know, I've been poked more times than I can count. Um, but can, can you help me and maybe others understand why is it all of a sudden this particular mandate that is causing kind of the uproar and the pushback? Yeah, that's that. I'm glad you asked that, Chocolate, because they um, these are men who are warriors. They've gotten vaccinated uh, up and down. When you when you join the military, anybody who knows to go to boot camp, you you're in a line. You're just getting stuck left and right with needles being uh, having a ton of vaccines put into you. There's a very serious and sharp distinction between that and what this is. Uh, when you when you take uh, into consideration the fact that there's no long term safety data for this vaccine, and that is an irrefutable, indisputable point. No long term safety data. Uh, for this particular vaccine, and the short-term data itself is alarming. It's very concerning. Uh, it is not consistent with what vaccine manufacturers have had to actually go through mm-hmm. uh, over the last generation. I mean, when you compare the experimental vaccine that's being asked of them now to vaccine attempts over the last 20 years, I mean, there's instances of vaccines that have killed, say, 25 people, and they pull it because 25 people is too much of a loss. Um, and when you look at the fact that the short-term data from reputable sources, government sources, all of that is demonstrating that this particular experimental vaccine has killed thousands upon thousands of people and injured um, so many more, uh, these men are seeing that distinction between that case that is true that they've been vaccinated up and down these aren't anti-vaxxers that's what's very clear right. they're mm. not a group of anti-vaxxer seals these are navy seals who are sharp dudes i'm telling you right now when you sit in a room with navy seals you feel very small these guys are not just <laughs> courageous you know they're not just courageous men that go in front of bullets they are some of the strongest intellectuals you'll ever be around they are sharp 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 and so they can read and they see the data they know their faith they know God's law and God's law's restrictions over government and the God-ordained limits of government. And they also, premierly, this is key, they know Christ's command to love your neighbor as you love yourself and to uphold the principle through and through Scripture of the preservation of human life. They see this particular experimental vaccine as distinct from the kinds of vaccines that they've had before and that this experimental vaccine has very, very alarming short-term data which causes them as Christian men with commitments to the Lordship of Christ 
to be very, very concerned about what this means for themselves, for their families, and for their countrymen. And so there's, there's that sharp distinction between long-term safety data vaccines. Again, they're not, they're not anti-vaxxers. And this experimental vaccine with very alarming short-term data. And so what, what they need is more time to be able to, to reason their case as Christians mm. and, and specifically with their oath that they made to the Constitution itself. So, Jeff, um, can you explain a little bit? So what, are, what steps are they actually taking? You're in touch with them. Um, you're trying to help them. Um, what are they actually pursuing? So um, I have to be cautious about all the information that I give, but I will say that I was, I was given uh, the opportunity, authority to essentially break the story so that the American public knows what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And so the first step was to make sure that everybody uh, knew, from my, from my perspective, make sure that everyone in the country knew what these Navy SEALs, these Christian men are going through. Again, they can't come out and advocate for themselves. They wow. would never want to do that. Uh, they don't want to stand behind the trident to get attention. And so they need people to speak on their behalf. And so I'm speaking as a minister who's been caring for them on their behalf to let everyone know what's going on. So I broke the story. And uh, I talked to all the major media. It was on Tucker. It's been uh, talked about on Fox. It's also been across media platforms. People are getting the story out. The goal is to get congressional support so that Congress can step in and block all this tyranny and this madness so that we don't also have a massive impact on military readiness. We need Congress to step in and essentially, through legislation if possible, put an end to this tyranny so that these men continue can just do their jobs and fulfill their oaths as Christian men, which is all they want to do. They just want to do their job, fulfill their oath. And so that's really the first stage we're in right now is making sure the American people are aware that this is going on. We want people to be praying for them because for them this is the fight that is first and foremost about their convictions about Christ and his gospel and his lordship. And so making sure everybody knows that so that people can start contacting their Congress uh, men and women so that they can start doing something to protect because here's what's really important to be able to recognize i'm i'm speaking on behalf of a very significant number of united states navy seals Mm -hmm. the navy seals themselves in terms of active duty if you look up numbers that are available to the public you're looking at not not too well over two thousand active duty navy seals right now (laughs) and those guys are the tip of the spear these guys are the best of the best that we have and uh, if you're talking about losing hundreds of them as a result of this tyrannical vaccine mandate, right. that does significant damage to the Navy SEALs themselves. But they represent a very small, a small portion of a larger uh, community of active duty military across branches. There are Green Berets, Force Recon, Special Forces mm-hmm. that are also in the same position. It, from what I'm being told from the top, and this, this is not the Navy SEALs, but I've been told, from the top, that we're looking at numbers across the United States military right now around the area of 30 to 35% who are not vaccinated and don't want to get the vaccine. So if you're talking about across branches, uh, what's that mean for the Navy, the Army, the Air Force, and the Marines uh, to, to essentially lose 25%, let's just say at minimum, 25% of their force as a result of this unconstitutional uh, experimental um, vaccine uh, mandate? And so... That's that's where we're at right now, guys. This this is going to dramatically affect military readiness if if this is allowed to go through. 
Uh, so we put up a site called standwithwarriors.org. It's a, it's a clearinghouse site so that people from across the country can come in and get representation and get help and get connected uh, to help, um, of course, first and foremost, these Christian Navy SEALs, but also um, all the other active duty military people who are severely struggling with this. Jeff, thank you very much. Yes. Go to standwithwarriors.org to find out more. Be praying for Jeff and the other men that are leading this up. And contact your Congress yes. man, yes. Congresswoman. Yep. Tell them that you want this to change. Uh, you want freedom, uh, especially for our for our soldiers, so that we can our country can be defended. Yeah. Pastor Jeff, can appreciate I add, you. Can I, add, can I add just one more thing? Please, yeah. go for it. Yeah, this is uh, really important. So one of the areas that a lot of people are trying to resist the vaccine itself, one of the areas, it's a legitimate area, and it's, of course, a concern. It is a moral issue when you talk about vaccines that use aborted fetal uh, cells and all of that. Of course, that's a moral issue for us as Christians. We all get that. I That, that I think, should be something that's down the line of the argumentation. First and foremost, I want everyone to hear this is what these Navy SEALs view in terms of foundations. First and foremost, they have an allegiance to Christ and his lordship as premier. That's the supreme thing. So they see Christ as king. They represent, They uh, completely respect and honor their chain of command. Uh, I mean, these are Navy SEALs. I mean, if someone says jump, they jump out of an airplane into the water. Um, so this, this is about, of course, their honor for their own governments and their duties as Navy SEALs. They swore an oath. They'll die for their, their countrymen. And uh, that's, that's true. So, but they recognize that if no transcendent law is recognized above the state, then the, the state itself, and this history has shown this, will try to appropriate that's right. uh, divine prerogatives that's for right. itself. That's and right. so they are in the historic, biblical, and Christian tradition of we must obey God rather than men. Where the government begins to sin and uh, sin against God as, its de- as, as his deacon, or when it begins to sin against their, their own countrymen by imposing unjust and unrighteous statutes, these men recognize that they say there's another king, uh, and that's Jesus. Uh, Jesus is ultimate over their lives in their country. Uh, And so that's the first thing. The second thing is that they recognize that the law of God is the um, ultimate standard. Uh, It's amazing if you ask these Navy SEALs, by what standard, they say scripture. Um, These guys are... Wow. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you right now, boys, wow. it was shocking. I, I, it was shocking to be in a room filled with men from multiple teams across the country, uh, representing multiple teams from across the country in terms of where they're at in this fight, who are so devoutly committed to Jesus Christ and to God's law. It was shocking to me. Wow. And, um, and encouraging. There's, there's a remnant. And encouraging. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you're going to be the tip of the spear, if you're going to if you're going to be the ones defending, I want those guys defending Absolutely. us. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell you, you do. You certainly do. Um, so they recognize that God's law is the ultimate standard, and so they're looking to God's law to wade their way through this. They recognize that God's law places limitations on civil government. Civil government is not ultimate. God's word is the ultimate, and so they recognize that God's word should be the standard that they look to. They recognize that this mandate um, is something that represents uh, a breaking of the God-ordained limitations on civil government. And so they, they firmly are committed to that, and they also put a hand to God so that he would witness their oath to defend the Constitution that upheld those values. And so these men, they made that oath 
as Christian men. And here's the thing. They meant it. Yeah, they meant it. Yeah. And, uh, and, right. and when it comes to their, their resistance to the vaccine, this experimental vaccine, uh, they see it, as I said before, as a love your neighbor issue and uphold and preserve human life. Right. When these men who are sharp men and we need them to be sharp men, use those critical thinking skills that the government demands of them for battle. <laughs> right. uh, when they look at when they look at the data itself, they recognize, um, excuse me, can we pause for a moment? You want this to be mandated for me, my family, ultimately in the country. But I'm looking at data that shows that this is, in fact, very concerning. And I am called by Jesus Christ, my master, my ultimate master, to love my neighbor and work for the preservation of human life. If I participate in this vaccine, it may be destructive for me, for my family, and for my countrymen. And that I cannot abide by. They made an oath to God and country, and they are going to keep it. Pastor Jeff Durbin, head of End Abortion Now, pastor at Apologia Church, Mesa, Apologia Radio, standwithwarriors.org. Yeah. Go check them out. Support these soldiers yeah. who, 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 who defend, give their lives for us. Who defend yeah. you. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Thanks, guys. Breaking news with Jeff Durbin. Way to go on that music, man. Well, that was, that was, when, when people sign to be club members, we get stuff like that. <laughs> Our budget grows. And that's a budget growth right there. Every, Praise God. Every new member we get a new stinger. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, it's good to see the Navy SEALs doing what they're doing, standing up, and Jeff representing them. We're going to actually have the JAG lawyer. On Wednesday, oh. our midweek fix, um, who's representing the Navy SEALs. Wow. And so we'll get um, on actually Wednesday. on the legal stuff. Can, I, on can the, I devil's advocate just a little bit on yeah. this? Yeah. Um, DA it. DA it. There's, a, there's a, couple, a couple things here. One is these are guys who I, I'm very grateful for first. But if their commanders say run into machine gun fire, they do not have the right to turn and say, well, I don't have long-term safety data on this. Mm-hmm. Like that's this is a mutiny. It's a significant mutiny, and so it's it's a very very serious thing because this is the end of military structure. I was going to ask you. I was going to I was going to talk so about. So it's not that. to say that they're wrong, right? No, no, no. But, but it's to say that the chips they're pushing in. This is not. This is not respecting chain of command. This is defying chain of command, which means either your officer, your commanders have to be court martialed, or you have to be court martialed, uh, and that's. Those are the stakes here. You're, so you're not saying it's wrong. You're just, I, you're I just, actually I think it's questionable. Okay, I think it's questionable. But I d- actually I think it's questionable on the ground that Jeff is citing, and I love Jeff. Right. I don't think that's the solid ground. My grandfather uh, received a bronze star for overpowering his commander in combat. Yeah. You know, it's like that's that's, that's better been a very right. interesting wow. situation wow. for that yeah. to get that star. So right, right, right. His his pilot in a and I think it was a B seventeen. Uh, Went kamikaze. Really? Uh, started just flying directly into machine gun fire after all the guns on uh, his plane were empty. All his gunners reported, like, we're out. Oh, no. And he started nosing down the plane and just coming in on his. He was going to hit them. Yeah, he was like, I'm yeah. just going to fly into I'm going to yeah. take yeah. this guy out. He was yeah. flying into a tail gun and just nosing in, and he was going to create a midair collision. They're all going to die over nothing. You know, it was like it was just another right. plane that they'd had a big fight with. And he started losing his mind and just getting in there. And my grandfather had to actually Overpower decide, him. like, okay, I have to. I'm going to break chain of command. I have to break chain of command. Right. And I have to remove this guy. Now, afterwards, he was 
We received a medal. Right. Okay. We're doing that. And so we actually, we have these precedents in, in, in the, yeah, in the military society, but it's easy for me as a free citizen to say, uh, man, you can't mandate. I've got a constitutional right. You can't mandate that right. I take this mm-hmm. or I do this thing. But as soon as I, I do enlist and I swear that oath to break chain of command, it better you, mean something. It has to really, stakes really, are high. The stakes, stakes are, are high. super high. And so if your commander says, Hey, we're all going to play Russian roulette. Like he's kind of, he starts going crazy and he's right. like, put a, put a bullet in the, you know, or a vaccine. We're all just, but the thing is they do that with vaccines anyway. It's there. It is the, it is the chain of command's decision, which risks to take with you and with your body. Yeah. So the, they assess those risks, those risks. But isn't if, it like Russian if roulette you, risk? Exactly. So the question is, have they lost their minds and are they yes. taking insane risks and can you and can that stand? You know, have you watched a recent I, Biden? You ever heard the word right. Millie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my, but that's my point. So if you if you go over right. to chain of command has lost its mind, right? As opposed to it's still uh, on the vaccine. Yeah, like, and we're gonna as opposed to I won't take a vaccine that doesn't have long term safety data. So you're talking and about the like, strategy? Well, that's, that's, like, that's, like, come that's on, guys. Yeah. Like, seriously, find find the. I, I say this with a huge amount of respect. Find a more substitute. Don't say anything that makes a, an appropriate response to you as seals be nut up. Like you're scared right. to take risks. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Right. Don't talk about risks. You don't care about risks. So, so are you? You are take you, risks all day long. Are you saying you take anchoring risks. this argument more in? You're losing your mind. Or the insanity of the chain of command. But the that's not going to work with them. No, it, it right, actually it's actually the going to make them is, mad. This yes, but the point is this will play out in court. This is going to play out in court. Right. But and you so, can't argue my military commander's gone crazy. You can. Yeah, you can. That, absolutely, you can. Not when everyone thinks it's normal. No, you. Well, if everybody else has gone crazy, right? Then you're you honestly you're going AWOL and you're taking off anyway. Right. Well, when that's, they start, what, that's what I'm saying. Is so you're, if you're you just, say, hey, the, my chain of command is now conducting human experiments on American citizens and they want me to participate. Yeah. Like, right. Like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. That is unlawful. This is awful. And we're going to resist. Is that going to fly? But, in but you're just saying, be careful though. That's don't make saying. it, don't make it about no. risks. The, po- the point is if it's about the risks, they lose. No, no, in no I court. get that point. Yeah. Yeah. They lose yeah. in court. Okay. They lose that's in court helpful. every time, especially if they didn't, if they never brought it up with any of the other vaccines, yeah, yeah. Right. which but, also have risks. And they didn't even ask what they were. And they didn't even check. Like, right. right, it right. Wasn't they just, so they just followed orders. What makes, yeah. What makes this one? So unique, and what makes this one unique is that it's be that the American people are being human experimented experience. Yeah. I actually just yeah. had an advocate, a uh, conservative advocate, pushing the vaccines on me directly, and we had a long, interesting conversation. And he was telling me, "You need to thank your fellow citizens for participating in this human <coughs> experiment. This is the human trial." <laughs> This is the human trial. Now, I, I appreciate him. What did you do? What? Yeah, I know. I appreciate him being that honest. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, right? This is the human trial. But I didn't volunteer right. for a human trial. And that's the the problem is that this is involuntary, currently involuntary human trial right. being conducted by the American government what, 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 what? on its people. And right. so the Navy SEALs have grounds there. To say so, we will not participate, so fight it the same way like a eugenics situation back in the day, yeah. right? Like because that's insane. And and or them Tuskegee. saying basically them saying it's it is our job to defend the American people against all enemies, foreign and, and domestic. domestic, right? And this is a domestic enemy. You're rock solid. You're sitting right there. Okay. But if you say short term safety data is alarming, yeah. long term safety data is absent. True. And that matters for the American citizen. It does not matter for a guy who runs into machine gun fire. Use that only in the sense of that makes us human trials. Right. Use that data for just that. Like, I don't want to be a human trial. 
That's, yeah. that's insane. These are involuntary human trials yeah, conducted good. by the government on American that's, people. That's, and, we're, that's, and that's insane. So we need to stand up and resist and, and actually stand up and resist on behalf of the American people. Right. And that's what they're doing. Will that they're, fly in the military? No. <laughs> no, add, but the, the thing is... Because they're kind of used as human trials in a way. Well, yeah, but the, the point is it's... But if they're defending the people, though. this is going to play out over time. And either either the government flinches and they flinch because of lots of games of chicken like this, and they it doesn't need to play out in court because they retreat. <sighs> right? They are insane, and the, the thing that typifies insanity is uh, the pigs are going to run off the cliff. Like they're not. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a cold, calculated right. game going on. I think. The demons have entered the pigs, and the pigs are running off the cliff. I think we're just in right. are we the hysteria. The, yeah, we are. <laughs> or the pigs are kind of running around us. Yeah. Oh, man. I wanted to be the guy we're, that got no, the demons cast this out is of like, them. This is, like this, this is the scene from Dances with Wolves where we're running with the pigs. Yeah. We're, just, we're, just, we're running with the pigs, and we're all going to go right off the cliff. Yeah. But know, anyway, I think these guys are fantastic. I think they're courageous. Yeah. And I think that but I think they the week, know. Yeah. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. But that this has to be positioned to resonate with the American people. This has to be positioned to f- cause the government right. to flinch. And I think mil- military readiness that Jeff was referring to is great. Yeah. And it has to be positioned to win if the administration decides to proceed with court-martial. Right. And if they decide to not just deactivate these guys as seals, but to actually proceed right. with dishonorable, dis- dishonorable discharges, which would be the normal thing to do when somebody defies chain of command. Right. And court-martial them. That's like If they're going to do that, then they need to be right. buttoned up. Ready and, for their defense. And they need precedent. I'm they just saying their commander-in-chief is insane. Time. And, and sure. everyone down the line under him is insane. And, but, that argument and is, that's the argument. So the, that's exactly right. And what they need to do is But the go, judge is insane along with them. Well, okay. Some of them. <laughs> so, Some of them. But I mean, so what? Then why are you in the Army? Why are you in the Navy SEALs? Why, like, yeah. out. Like, if you're, yeah. if you're now the weapon in the hand of a madman, yeah. right. like, mm. you got to get out. Yeah. And so, yeah. one way or the other, honorable or dishonorable in the labeling of the insane person. But I do think that, basically, they, they want to be in a place where they dig up every military precedent for when lieutenants defied colonels, for when colonels defied generals. Yeah. Yeah. It has happened. Right. And it has happened over and over and over again in combat situations. That's good. Where like That yeah. is good. They right. need to find yep. all of those and right. be saying, this, line, this line is that. We should ask the Jaguar about that on Wednesday. Oh, that would be really to good to do. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. That's really okay. good. Okay. Well, when, when we come back, we're going to talk about your own situation. we got yeah. a whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Sticker game. Yeah. Sticker <laughs> game. Speaking of... Yeah. And, and I want to talk about too. I'm going to ask you at the beginning of the next segment. Oh, that sounds like we're close to a civil war. The way that this is kind of setting up, like that—that's a oh, really things are, things are sifting out in unpleasant ways. Yeah. Don't forget more, to go to standwithwarriors.org. More cross politic coming up next. My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996, so I'm coming up on 24 years. When people ask me, does it really work? I say, oh, it works fantastic. I send my money to somebody every month. But we had a need with my wife, uh, was it spent a little bit of time in the hospital about three months ago, and so I had, I had a checklist with about 39 names on it, and 39 checks came in. Some of the cards, some of the things people had to say, it was amazing to watch. Welcome back to Cross Politic, the Fight Laugh Feast Network. We're really grateful to have the one and only Nate Indy Wilson in the house again. In my favorite spot. Right in your favorite yeah. spot. Right right next, next to me. Next to Gabe. I like sitting oh. by Gabriel. Thanks, man. Notice, <laughs> notice you're never sitting next to me. <laughs> never an option, Toby. They never even. I know. They're like, we're not doing yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, um, you all uh, know that um, 
Um, what am I saying? I don't even know. Our corporate partner, Robert Borden. Yeah, there we go. Robert Borden's uh, CEO yeah. of Classical Conversations started StopTheVaxMandate.com. And that's two X's. Yeah, Stop the Vax. Stop the Vax, V-A-X-X, Mandate.com. I just pulled it up on my computer. Um, Stop the Vax Mandate, Government Overreach Displayed by a Vaccine Mandate. Um, and there's resources there. And you for, can sign a petition. For how employees can push back on the illegal ma- vaccine mandate. Um, this is the one that Biden um, Employees or employers? Um, employees. This is employees. Okay. But they so, got, they've got a, what is this? Ten steps. Ten steps here. And then I think you can also sign up a, uh, sign a petition. And then behind that petition, there's also resources for um, religious exemption resources. Right. And everything. So yeah. it's a... It's a you know, the Biden administration's basically tasking OSHA under the Department of Labor. Right. I've always hated OSHA. It's unbelievable. Who, who likes OSHA? No one likes OSHA. No one does. Then why do we still have... Okay. And they'll be yeah. going around to companies with 100 or more employees right. asking for vaccination papers or, I think, weekly testing or something like that. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it sounds like papers. a really great use of time. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, this is what we were talking about in the last segment, and we ended with... Um, it feels like the government is, pl- government is playing no games with nobody right now. So if they... If the... The Navy SEALs decide to go the way that they're going or they take your advice and go the way that you're going. From what I've seen, the government, um, they're not playing games with anybody. So they don't really care. They're going to steamroll regardless. And it seems like that that's kind of putting us in this very tight tension that even a lot of people are saying it doesn't matter what we do. They're going to do whatever they want to do anyhow. Yeah, I think that you have – they will. And that's why this is the right moment because if they were just wrong – then you actually have to submit to authority and it sucks, but especially if you're in the military, but they're just wrong. Uh-huh. If they're losing their minds and they won't stop and they cannot hear any alternative and they're like that pilot that my grandfather was in, right. they're just nosing that plane down. It doesn't matter. All the guns are empty and it doesn't matter what everybody's screaming. It doesn't matter that it's suicide. They're just doing it. Mm-hmm. So you think about the economy struggling the way it's struggling right now. And Biden rolls out that mandate. Right. Yep. Like, hey, yep. let's yep. and and hundred employees. We're actually talking about small to medium businesses. We're not. We're not talking about Amazon. Right. No, we're talking. Right. I mean, they, they they're in there, but they're gonna. Right. They can do what they want ultimately, and we right. know that. This is the absolute a gut shot. This is an absolute gut shot to a labor market and to an economy that's already right. Right, right when we're already badly, so yeah, stressed. This this shows nothing but insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is insane. So, so speaking of insane. Um, rulers yeah. and authorities um we have our own bit of insanity people just push that stick down here, 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 <laughs> here in moscow in town yeah. um so um we we i don't we talked about this on the show before i think we've, we've mentioned, talked about we've it, mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gabe 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 has that ever been covered no no no, <laughs> uh, no. It, it, come, it came up like once or twice <laughs> once or twice Bars. i mean there's a tattoo <laughs> right right here. but in the aftermath of that thing um, which happened? You um, got some stickers made up. Yep. Um, that were oh look, you've got it even got on, on your coffee mug. That Soviet the, Moscow enforced because we care. There we go. That was the first one ever used. I put it on this mug. There you go. It's still there. You're still unrepentant. There. You're completely totally, unrepentant. Totally unrepentant. So you make up some stickers, and um, you. And this is in response to our city council like doubling down on the mask mandate. Is that right? And uh, Gabe getting arrested, okay. which was now a year now. Yeah, just just over just a year. Years. This last week. Yeah. And um, and you you hand them out to your sons. 
Yeah, so what and happened? Saying, yeah, hey, boys, go have some fun. Gabe's brother and I made these stickers okay. because we have a, a company together, and we unfortunately do not have 100 employees, so we can't defy this. Oh. Uh, we only have like 30-something. <laughs> but you're working but, on it. Yeah, we're yeah, trying to get yeah. there. But it's, so we made these stickers. Gabe got arrested. I've never seen his brother this mad before. And then uh, yeah. we, we make these. My brother, I'll just say one more real quick. My brother, who's always late to everything. Yeah. But as I'm getting as in the cop car, Gabe. I'm always on time. Um, <laughs> as I'm basically getting in the cop car with my handcuffs on, my brother finally shows up to the psalm thing. Right? He like, comes, he comes in. He's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, uh, "We were singing psalms. I got arrested, and I'm getting in the car." And my brother's like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. Like that's that's right where he went. Yeah, he was at a hundred. Yeah, he's yeah. like right there. That's he my went, brother. Yeah, he went right. He went right to 100. right to the officer. So Aaron and I make these stickers. I put one on my, my coffee cup on my truck. I give a bunch away. I'm just handing out these stickers. And then my sons uh, take some, and they go put them up downtown. Yeah, At and, like 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't want liberals following them around, just peeling them off. You know, They wanted to get them up and have them all be there. So, so people could see them, because that's kind of the point. Yeah, and so <laughs> there's hilarious. Uh, I've seen one clip of somebody. Uh, filming my son, just walking very casually, not in any rush. Not there's nothing sneaky about it. Just stand there, just peeling. You yeah. know, just putting these up. These are non-damaging vinyl stickers. They come right off. There's right. no damage. And we live in a college town, and yeah. every post downtown is covered with like everybody's <laughs> yeah. favorite band. We'll oh, get yeah. there. We'll we'll get there. And so there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of stickers. It's, it's and not, and also, uh, for example, right now there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of flyers for one lost dog. Yeah. All over town. Haven't found yeah. that dog yet. Huh? I haven't found that dog, and honestly, I am 100% supportive of their ability to, right. to find that dog. do that. Like, yeah. put them, that put, dog. I personally think it's dog. criminal. I think it's yeah. criminal. So, <laughs> there ought to be a yeah, law. So what ends up happening, and this the thing that was so ridiculously stupid about it, is that the law was broken a lot that night, and it was broken entirely by cops, mm. which is really unfortunate. So, so my sons happens? were not breaking the law. Right. Uh, they were putting... Political, non-damaging, and I had talked to that when they first talked about putting stickers up days before. I had said, "Yeah, but just make sure you don't touch private property." Right. Like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna put stuff on the city yeah. pole, Respect like the everybody's property. putting stuff, stuff on, on poles. Yeah. Yeah. Just if you're gonna put something up there, make sure it's non-damaging. Right. Don't touch any private property. So they do that. They're not actively doing that. They're not doing it when a couple of cops roll up on them. And ask them to identify themselves because they've heard a report that somebody put up some stickers. So somebody called in and said somebody put up some stickers. Wow. This so, is this is the, one. So this is yeah. the in Moscow. Hey, we have police. heard a report. There's yeah. guys got, out here putting up stickers on got, poles. Oh, city poles. <laughs> on poles. Get out of here quickly. And, and they're not liberal stickers. <laughs> right. Because some of these stickers on these polls are F Trump, immigrants welcome, like other like or Black Lives all, Matter. Yeah, there's all, yeah. all Kirkers are bastards. Yeah. There's actually Christchurch yeah. get out. F Christchurch. Yeah. F Christchurch. Yeah. Like uh-huh. lots of yeah. lots yeah. of political speech going on there. Okay. So right. they put up uh Soviet Moscow. They they make fun of the city of Moscow for having conducted illegal arrests right. at a Psalm sake. That's what they're protesting. Right. And these are now conceded to have been illegal arrests. Right. Yeah. So there. So the cops in our town conduct a couple illegal arrests, including Gabe, my sons. Protest this. Uh, somebody called in and complained. Uh, at three in the morning, and not just illegal arrests, but, but, but illegal citations too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah illegal citations Ill, and illegal right. arrests, the yeah. whole thing. Uh, so then, uh, 
these cops come up to my sons and say, hey, we need you to identify yourselves. And my older son says, I thought Idaho was not a stop and identify state, which it's not. You actually can't do that. A cop can't come up to somebody who's not involved in a crime in a crime, and demand ID. The cop, he said the two got mad uh, and so handcuffed him and put him down on the sidewalk. Um, wow. And that was the response. The response is cuffs, physical violence. You know, they didn't beat him or anything, but they put him on the ground and they pull his minor son, uh, son, sorry, brother, my son, his little brother, uh, his 14 year old little brother away from him. He's, separate him. Yeah, separate him, put him on the hood of a cop car <laughs> and start interrogating him, which. Is it's also illegal and lying to him. Unbelievably so illegal. Start, Interrogating a juvenile yeah. without dad present or lawyer player. No lawyer, no, as yeah, unbelievable. no, no lawyer, no guardian. Wow. Um, what did they start lying to him about? Uh, they started lying to him. Uh, they did the ex- exact opposite of Miranda. They did the anti Miranda and they said, you do not, you need to know you do not have the right to remain silent. You do not have that right. <laughs> oh. You have no right to stay silent. You have to tell us. Who Is there you are audio and, of this? Uh, there would be if they hadn't deep sixed it. So, so wait, wait, the, wait, wait. go ahead. So the so they both get arrested. They're both taken into, uh, you know, they're both taken into custody and cannot leave and start being interrogated. They're interrogated while in custody. They're detained. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're still, not Mirandized. They're, they're there on the street somewhere. Though, yeah, so one so. of them's on the hood of a cop car. The other one's down on the concrete on the, concrete. On the sidewalk, yeah. a ways away, where they are both being interrogated. Uh, and they're not ashamed of what they've done. So it's not like they're trying to hide something. Right. Uh, but they're getting bullied, lied to, lots of illegal behavior going on. Uh, I get a phone call. I roll up, and I see my my minor son uh, up against this cop car, and I try to walk over, and the cop stops me. The officer in charge of the scene is like, no, you may not approach. Like, we're not done with him yet. It's like, you know, this is not actually something you get to do. Right. So they – the. We're being then later. What ends up happening after this all plays out, and every one of these cop cars has had cameras and audio in it forever. You know, in Moscow, they, these cars have been recording right. dash cams and things like cops that. are wearing body mics. Right. You know, some some of them have body cams, which are side note not subject to public records requests because they purchased them with their own money, and so they're privately owned. And so they can't be penetrated. Convenient by loophole. Yeah, convenient loophole. So they, wow. when they wear body cams, wow. and so we heard forever when we were when we were saying we need the body camera footage. They're like, there's no body cams. There's no body cams. There's no body cams. But you so, saw body cams. Well, there. I don't know if there were any there. Okay. I know that it turns out some of the some of the police department is wearing body cams. Every cop car has a camera. Every cop and cop car has audio audio yeah uh, and always has i mean it's like the yeah. 80s right. i mean like yeah. whatever 80s 90s yeah uh, so anyway and all that footage is gone <coughs> doesn't and exist. there's like five six cop cars that there were up? five or six officers okay, couple, five, squad cars, couple squad cars uh two or three squad everything's cars, gone and every, they doesn't exist doesn't exist then so at the end of this weird incident with my sons of uh, both having just been illegally arrested protesting an illegal arrest uh, they give them back to me, uh, and the the cop says, "I'm releasing them back into your custody. I'm releasing them into your custody." And, <laughs> and I'm like, "Fantastic, great!" And I just think, man, you guys really screwed this up so royally. And uh, the first thing he said to me when I arrived is he walked over to tell me what was happening and said, "Well, first off, I don't agree with your messaging." What? And I was like, 
Bro. <laughs> I mean, this is these are the you, cops. You handcuffed my 18-year-old, and you don't agree <laughs> with my Tama. messaging. What happened to the First Amendment? Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't agree with my messaging, and I laughed, and uh, I said, you know, I, I do. <laughs> and, I and then it kind of it kind of it spiraled from there but then he spiraled gave, which way up uh it's mean he got frustrated <laughs> oh, okay. and you know but the thing is the protest that was going on was the protest of the cops like this is right i mean i thought that was really hip and you know the, yeah yeah a really groovy yeah. thing to do these protesting days. cops protest the cops <laughs> so they're protesting the illegal arrest of gabe and the bonnets and the citation of others by calling them soviets like hey you're right. acting like soviets yeah uh, and then they maybe came, they don't know what that means uh, clearly. And then they acted like Soviets. Soviets. Uh, they proved them wrong by acting like Soviets. So I, I just take them home and I'm like, you know, it's re- that's just ridiculous. They gave me my kids back. I thought they just tried to scare them straight and, you know, yeah. and act like there's a huge deal and did all this big drama for them. It was big role play. It looked yeah. like a big role playing yeah. thing. Right. And then a few days later, uh, the officer in charge shows up with another cop at our house and issues citations and summons to uh, be prosecuted. For, for 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 stickers, yeah, for for these non damaging stickers. So, yeah. uh, my juvenile son, my eighteen year old son, both with thirteen misdemeanor counts each, which carry a maximum of six months in prison each for each count. Mm. So, it was like, wow, okay, you just push the chips in, and then he tells me, and we're prosecuting you too. Here's your summons for aiding and abetting, basically, that I was, <laughs> uh, that I'd made the stickers, and apparently had been aware that there was some intention of placing those stickers and had, you know, not knocked on my kids, not, uh, this is, I don't, I don't actually, I, I actually really genuinely don't know what the argument is against me. I was asleep. Right. You know, I made, I didn't know this was happening. I was out cold until the cop. And you don't sleep up. that well. So. No, and it was super valuable sleep. <laughs> so anyway, it's been a year now. They're still doing it. They're still prosecuting us. They're still coming. They have continued to break the law. I mean, repeatedly, uh, they still have never, they still are denying that any audio or video of the evening exists, which we just know to not be the case. Uh, they are a one, a, a progressive judge when my juvenile son was given, uh, when he was assigned a, a more conservative judge out of central Idaho for his juvenile case, a progressive judge in Moscow took the case over after the initial hearing, like we'd already filed motions and then. A new judge with, with that with judge, the first judge. Judge. with the with juvenile the judge. judge, yeah. And then the new judge just took over and how how how? Well, no record, anything. Just said the other judge asked her. Uh, she told the other judge that she wanted it, and so oh, we can mid do- so midstream. That that's also a direct violation of Idaho I was code. Say, yeah. uh, it's overtly, which she has acknowledged, and the prosecutors have acknowledged, but they said it wasn't that bad. And um, and then she also said that we didn't complain in time. We should have, if we had a problem with it, we should have complained sooner. We complained at the first hearing after it happened. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so it's it's just, it's a wow. total, total chaos. We tried to, we, she's also ruled at this point um, that there is no free speech consideration. There's no constitutional issues involved. Uh, she's preemptively done that. So when we go to trial, she said, we can't argue that. That can't be our defense. You can't bring in the Constitution. Well, she's, but, she's, but she's doing is she's giving us, she's preserving all these different avenues of appeal. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. She also, at one point, I publicly identified uh, my minor son in open court in another adult case, um, which, which by itself would be enough to 
throw that's an ethics top. issue. Yeah, right so there. that would normally that would be enough trigger. But she took the case over in the first place illegally, and she knows that. The prosecutors have argued that my sons were not under arrest because, and this is the entirety of that whole legal case, no officers used their weapons. They used handcuffs. You just got studio <laughs> they, laughter from that, dude. They, they, <laughs> they, yeah. they, they used handcuffs and arrested Rory, but because there weren't weapons I didn't involved, draw a weapon. Was, I didn't use so my gun. Here's, so that's not I mean, arrest. That's not arrest. Yeah, so that's <laughs> everybody, like in, like in the hood, everybody know, like, am I being detained? Well, handcuffs yeah. means your behind is being detained. Yeah, well, and also, so it's not, you can do the, if you're in the act of committing a crime, and they, they, there are plays, ways in which they can detain you. But when you trigger an arrest, when it legally becomes an arrest, is when you're in custody, you are not free to leave. Right. And you are being interrogated. Right. If they, they can temporarily make you not free to leave while they chase somebody and come back to see if you were involved, like they can detain. But if they start interrogating, right. if you're not free to leave, and my son in handcuffs on the sidewalk was not free, is to, not leave. free to leave, my other son on the hood of a cop car surrounded by officers was not free to leave and was being told that he was not, they were going to keep him and they were going to throw him in jail and they'd keep him as long as it took. Wow. Like, so he's being told he's not free to leave. He's being told he has no right to silence. Yeah. And it's like, this is an arrest. Now they, what they want to do. Lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> <laughs> lion dog face pony soldiers all the way. So it's the thing that was disappointing to me is like, I, you know, I've got cops in the family. I, I appreciate the sacrifices of the job. Right. Like this is a difficult, difficult job. Right. Uh, but this is like an umpire or a ref deciding that the rules are what he says. A strike is what he says it is, yeah. as opposed to right. there's a strike zone. Right. So they're saying, no, we didn't. They weren't arrested because we didn't Mirandize them. Right. Like as <laughs> if like we ha- we must Mirandize all who have been arrested. It's like, right. no, we didn't do that part. So they weren't arrested. Uh, so this is insane. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. So and where so, is it now, Nate? Where, where is it now? We have a motion to suppress. uh Basically, for the court to acknowledge that the, uh, those arrests were illegal and that everything that was obtained during those interrogations has to be thrown out. This is not because we're trying to like dispute the facts of the case. Uh, it's because we want them to go on the record that this was illegal. And so my sons are proud that, yeah, no, we were protesting. Right. We have a right to free speech. Uh, we have a right to protest. Right. Uh, and we are protesting illegal behavior on the part of... It now admitted illegal behavior <laughs> on the, the part of the cops and right. the part of the police department and the part of the city of Moscow. Right. So we are protesting rightly something that has now been granted was illegal. jackbooted and illegal. Right. And this is what happened. Now, on top of this, and this is kind of hilarious and important, uh, the ordinance they're prosecuting all of us under is this ordinance banning the placement of a sign or a flyer on a pole without permission. And On a city pole without permission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Basically, this is, and when they delivered me the summons to be prosecuted, they said, uh, this is the crime most often committed uh, by yard sale signs and lost cat posters. Which are currently hanging everywhere. Right hundreds everywhere. and hundreds. And on top of that, all the band stickers and everything else. It's an ordinance that prohibits uh, signs, flyers, or other advertising material. So it's handbills. This is a little ordinance against advertising, advertising like yard okay. sales. Okay. Um, so it's not against free not even speech, against political, political speech. Okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do okay. with it has nothing to do with that. Uh, she the judge has also already preemptively ruled that these stickers are advertising material. That this is a, it's all. Is there a website so, there or something? Yeah. yeah. So she's she's ruled. What that, are the stickers selling? 
Uh, selling? <laughs> Advertising. Yeah, they're selling a, a beautiful vision of our small hamlet in northern Idaho. But it's <laughs> so anyway, nobody's ever been cited in the history of the town or the ordinance ever. No. How long has that, that ordinance ever. been around? Uh, variations of it for 70 years. Um, <laughs> wow. And we Wait. Can, don't and just then, go past that. You yeah. said 70 years yeah. this has been a law. And, no and one. so the current wording has been there for like 12 years more. And still, nobody ever, not a single citation, uh, not one citation, and of course, never a prosecution. Like, it's wow. like, it's absurd. But they felt like, and this is, if I'm going to put on their hat and think, these poor secularists genuinely think I'm part of a crime family or something. I'm part of some super dangerous yeah. thing. Uh, like, well, they think they got Al Capone. <laughs> they got. Al, they, think they, got Al, they think they got Al Capone on stickers. Like, hey, we've got this dead. We've got this dead order. We got the we executive uh, executive producer of Hello Ninja. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking. And we're actually, taking Hello Ninja so, down. And here, and here's, some, here's some beautiful little gems. One is in our discovery when we started getting emails. I found an email between Gary Reedner and the city council. Uh, Gary Reedner is the former city supervisor who is part of sued by Gabe currently. Yeah. yeah. Um, in which he was talking about whether he said that he is exploring the option of a uh, sponsorship partnership with me because I created Hello Ninja and that I would be a great kind of a celebrity partnership for the mask mandate in Moscow because my ninjas wear masks. Yeah. And so literally you better shut up Yeah, two weeks before yeah. I got an email from Gary Reedner saying we're looking into this partnership. Multiple Muscovites were actually pinging him saying, hey, you guys really should get. Andy Wilson and Hello Ninja to like back this mask mandate. And you so he was, up. so he was, and then two weeks later, they were prosecuting so me. So Nate, tell me something. Are the people, there's a bunch of signs and stuff that are still up on polls. Has anybody else been cited for this? Zero ever. Even since. Since. And so when we started making fun of them, they then, the day after this happened, this, they sent city workers out and they cleaned off all my son's stickers and they cleaned them off and left every other sticker. They only went and pulled these. So they pulled them off of signs that had, you know, Kirkers get out, yeah. F Trump. They left yeah. those up and took this off. Um, so anyway, that's happened. And since then, when we made fun of them a lot for that, for only peeling these, they sent city employees around downtown to try to scrape more of them off. For the first time in history, city workers were trying to scrape stickers off poles. And they still, like right now, this log, lost dog thing, multicolored, hundreds yeah. all over town. And they're covered. All the polls yeah. are covered and it's, again. And it's honestly, I'm like, good luck. I really, like, best of luck to you. That's the correct use of a telephone pole. Right. On a light pole. Like, <laughs> you're, missing, you're missing a dog. So, yeah, yeah go find your dog. Best, yeah. best of luck to you. And you spread awareness. And right. great job. They don't give a rip about that, which is the overt, the, the actual, like, overt act prohibited by this. Right. Uh, by the advertising. So we basically, but I think what they were expecting is for us to fold, for us to, you know, settle, for us just like, make it go something. away. Because they've, I mean, we're talking, I mean, we're well over forty thousand dollars into this. And lawyer fees? Oh yeah. So we're over forty k in. Oh They're probably sixty to seventy in at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing that's they didn't know is that I am a. I mean, I'm just a born donkey. I mean, I am just a mule. Yeah. So this is, I am, I am a happy, I am donkey happy. noise or something. Donkey yeah, thing or something. <laughs> yeah. I like, I am happy to be here. I'm happy to be in it for another three years. I'll go five. Can you go five? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in and I'm in for a lot of reasons, but the biggest one is because this is a way of loving my neighbors. That's yeah. right. To live in a city where this kind of thing, where I just <clears throat> let it go away. Yeah. Right. Like, 
you can arrest people at a psalm sing and then be like, oops, and other kids were mad that you arrested people at a psalm sing, so then you illegally arrest them, and then you start prosecuting them. Right. I'm going to um, tell you something right now. Like, I came from a community where this was normal. Right. right. I came from a community where this was absolutely normal, and to see the police acting like this, I'm like, to be very honest, if they start treating white people like this, I'm getting very concerned. <laughs> Hey. I'm getting very concerned. No, but this is this no, is David. You know what I mean? That's you gotta no. know these are these are conservative white people. They don't count. Well, then how much more for my conservative black <laughs> son yeah. Like, yeah. and me? Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, this is this is ridiculous. No, it's yeah. it's phenomenal, and it's it's been a saga, and it's just going on and on and on. And, and so, and this, have, so are you going to get a jury trial or? or yeah, that's okay. our only option. Actually, our only option right now is. Honestly, I don't see a scenario in which my minor son is not convicted uh, because they don't have to give him a jury. He's a juvenile. And so his for him, this woman who took over the case illegally is right. the judge and jury. Right. And she's already declared legally that these stickers are advertising material. Right. She's already declared that they technically are a yard sale sign that's prohibited. She's already declared that there is no constitutional issue. She's also already declared that there's no selective prosecution. Right. And there's no selective prosecution involved here. Also, so gravity doesn't selective exist. Mean, yeah, and selective <laughs> prosecution meaning what exactly? This is the only prosecution in history. Right. And it happens to be of right. political criticism, right. political speech criticizing the city. And yard sale signs and dog signs are everywhere wow. so i'm in it for the long run right. and i hope they buy me a lake house I hope yes they, I, I seriously hope break the city my dude <laughs> yeah. straight up seriously seriously i'm so hot right now i know like i'm sweating i, I want to talk about nothing. that a little bit though i got okay we'll come back yeah. and we'll ask some more yeah. then we'll talk a little bit about your yeah right trying to, honestly well they're trying to trip us up with like summons to zoom meetings we don't have to be at but threats of being arrested like warrants will be arrested hold on some more cross politics coming up next Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. So I got, I got, I got, can I start? Welcome back to Cross Politic. Gabe wants to start. Yeah. So um, I think listening to you, I mean, there's all sorts of shenanigans going on in my federal lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, them not providing all the emails that they yeah, should. Not, not meeting discovery. Yeah. Not meeting discovery and all that stuff. And recently, my I just told my lawyers, like, they want to, the city wants to go into arbitration. I'm like, we aren't talking until they fix this discovery issue. Right. Um, so there, but, um, but like listening to you, my case doesn't really make me angry. Like listening to <laughs> your case, like listening to to the, like the pettiness. I mean, yeah. they were petty on on my stuff too, and all that. But but like going stickers, after, going after kids. going after kids, and all this stuff. Yeah. Like it, it makes me angry. Um, and I know I, I I shouldn't be wrongly angry, and and we want to be joyful warriors and and all that stuff. But like, how do you kind of fight in these moments and talk to these people you know depositions whatever without kind of just being like you know i'm just mad mad at you this is just silly <laughs> you know well the most important thing is to remember that that's how you lose and that's a good deterrent that's right so right i mean it's never ever play chess angry 
<laughs> well, that's like, what you tell us with fighting. Like you never fight mad, right? Like yeah, if you do that, you're gonna lose. You're yeah, gonna miscalculate so, every time. And it's really difficult because yeah. you have to like if you're in a physical confrontation, you have to turn it all the way up to a hundred quickly. You have to be the guy who's more intense. Yeah. The guy who's ready to have this be a death match first. But, but in first, control. But yeah. But so then you also Massively. have to keep it clinical and rational and able to assess risk reward and so on. So if I just got mad, if I was just angry, then I would make bad decisions. That's right. And if I make bad decisions, then I lose. Like they, the other side. <laughs> yeah. The reason why they are in this is because they made bad decisions that That's were right. emotional. Yeah. Right. They made emotional decisions. Right. Um, and they've reacted and they've done this. And I mean, like my older son, I mean, he was on the mayoral youth council. He's a friend of the mayor. He's valedictorian. He's, off, you know, heading off to the Ivy League. Yeah. He's like, they, there's a kid from Moscow High who, who got into Harvard or something. And so there was like a newspaper story. And, you know, Doug Wilson's grandson got into Dartmouth and Yale and Brown and Columbia and, you know. Nothing. Yeah, oh, I don't, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't care. And it's. And so after doing a year at NSA, he's off behind the lines in, you know, Paris in 1942, basically. <laughs> right, um, right, right. And like, that's what he's doing right now. Uh-huh. He's networking with conservatives and having a blast right mm-hmm. now in the resistance out in New York. But it's like, and he has to, like, basically ride easy in the saddle because the judge has said she might demand his, fe- his physical presence for individual hearings. Like, so he might have to get on airplanes. It's super petty. And wow. so we got summons to a, uh, a hearing that was a, a scheduling hearing between attorneys. We don't have to show up for this. Uh, but we got letters that went to the wrong address and so got to us late. They were sent to the wrong address, eventually got to us, that said if we didn't attend at this scheduled time, then uh, bench warrants would be issued for our <laughs> arrests. And Okay. You know, it's like, okay, so... For Rory, a scheduling so, hearing. Yeah, and so my son has to pull over. He's he's barely gets cell coverage and pulls off on the side of a highway, and we got to pull my other son out of an orthodontist appointment and like and jump on, and it's a parole hearing for some other dude out of Benoit, you know, <laughs> and there's a guy in an orange jumpsuit, and we're sitting there like... What are we doing here? And then the judge pivots, and he's like, oh, we have the Wilsons here in this matter, and she identifies... That's when she identified my... Oh. minor son for this juvenile case in the matter of and the prosecutor jumped in and was like judge um like can't, judge you can't like he can't was gonna, do that. yeah you can't do that um but <laughs> oh then, then the prosecutor it, telling the judge yeah so then she, they made us sit there kid. for like 20 minutes 30 minutes through this dude's parole hearing uh and it was actually it was like a weird county county to county extradition thing um and where he was going to be for this benoit case and so we sit there forever and my attorney keeps trying to say, like, Judge, they actually don't have to be here. Could you release them? She's like, no, they can sit tight and just made us sit there through this thing. Until at the end, she's like, oh, that was, I don't know why you thought you had to be here. That doesn't make any sense. That, that, that is not what was communicated. That was, you, you, you guys are free to A go. threat of arrest. Yeah, and then we have to sit there through this other thing, and then we're released. Because uh, we didn't mean that. You know, it's like, but I guarantee you if we hadn't showed, yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. It's, so we're, we're in that dance. Wow. And they're trying to trip us up and make us make a dumb mistake so yeah. they can really right. drop the hammer. They already made a bunch of dumb mistakes, and that's why we are. Right. So I have every right. expectation that we're going through. With this judge, there's no way. There's going to be convictions. Yeah, there's and, no and way. There's, and then you appeal. Yeah, yeah. because she's already, removed, she's already right. removed every aspect of our right. defense and right. said you're not allowed to talk about that. Right. Like, you may not even. Hey, so Nate, tell me something. Yeah. There were six, five, six police officers that were there. Has any of them said this is ridiculous? Or they anybody? may have. I mean, like, but if they did, they kept it inside the blue. You know, they've not said that. Uh, well, that's really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks. But the the thing is, I don't think 
any of them understand. So back to the Navy SEAL conversation. That's where I was going. I don't think any of them understand how horrible this could be for all of them. Right. Like to live under this judge. Right. Yeah. This judge with this approach, but also to, to be this kind of system, this kind of system where if there's evidence, because, and the reason why the the audio and the video doesn't exist is because they needed to justify having cuffed my son and put him down on the sidewalk. And so the officer who wrote his report said that he was being physical and resisted and had to be handcuffed until he calmed down, which is just <laughs> false. If anybody knows Rory, yeah. how false that is. He's very yeah. ice water. So they, and, and you can't say that in your police report and then have the audio come out of this kid yeah. saying, I thought Idaho was not a stop. And I'm just, bam. Like, it's like, you know, and you it's know like, so me. that, so that goes away. The audio goes away. The video goes away. And I don't know if there's video of that, but there's definitely audio. It depends on where the squad car was sitting. Yeah. Cause they have, Lots. And yeah. when we kept pushing them, here's the funny thing, because it's just so irrational. Uh, when we kept pushing them, saying, we want this, we really want the audio, we want the video, they finally discovered, quote, unquote, some that they'd overlooked. Oh, And it oh. was from the night, from the squad car audio and video of the night when they delivered Your the, the citations. citations. <laughs> oh, so they, pro- the they proved that the cars have work, work, they have it, and it works. <laughs> Is there any detectives at all that might be able to go through this and say, I, think, well, I, I mean, okay, so here, here's a deal. We'll see what happens. I mean, I honestly, I think we'll be at the Idaho Supreme Court. So I think that's where we're going. That's I, I think it's going to go a lot of money, a lot of time, because they're just putting off the inevitable lawsuit. That's all they're doing right. is yeah. procrastinating to that yeah. moment. Hoping when, to wear you down. Because as long as we're in a criminal trial, we can't sue them. Right. Right. You got to uh, get out of that. You got to get go out civil. of that to file that, that civil. civil suit. Yep. Okay, okay, so. With this being the case, and you know the kind of hand that you're going to be dealt right now, um, what do you do? Uh, it depends on what you mean. I mean, it's you just keep going forward. Yeah, keep fighting, I mean, like we're just in, yeah. keep we're just going to uh, keep on trudging, uh, keep on marching. And, and if people wanted to figure out how to help you, and somebody's hearing this, like I, I don't know what to do, I want to help. What do they do? We've had a lot of people uh, donate to the legal defense. Uh, there's a there's a site I should have brought the URL, but there's a website. We'll put it in the, the, yeah. the notes yeah, for the show. So there's a, there's a there's a website where people have donated to Legal Defense, which is great because while I'm willing to like spend the last dime, yeah, you know, fighting this, uh, and and people have made that a lot more feasible. You know, we've kept on um, kept on fighting without really having to even think or hesitate about it because we we've had that support. You got some financial backing happening. Yep. Okay. But that's and a, is that a GoFundMe website or GiveSendGo.com yeah. forward slash Soviet Moscow. Yeah. Okay. Give send go. Give slash Soviet Moscow. And we'll put that link in. Yeah. The so that's that's been super helpful. And then also one of the things we want to do is help change legal precedent in Idaho. Yes. Where currently <laughs> yep. they uh they currently are allowed to conduct public business via text message and I am and that's not a public record. They consider they get the city of <laughs> not Moscow federally. No, exactly not federally. So, so but federal. The, but see, yeah. the thing is, yeah. if I f- sue them federally, I can get it. But yeah. they can still keep doing it. Yeah, right. right. Uh, and you have to go all the yeah. way up to the federal so court want, to work. I it really out. want to file a lawsuit in Idaho to change that precedent. Yeah. So these officers and city attorneys and the city supervisor can no longer, uh, as public officials, conduct business. Via cell phone text. Via cell phone text because the law was written before in, that existed. In a way that is is uh, is outside of yeah. um, scrutiny. And I, think, and I think right now if we change that precedent, we'll find out that there's group texts with the city oh, council. Yeah. That made Slack tons, accounts that and all made, this yeah, stuff. That they yeah. made, oh, yeah. they yeah. made tons of 
They yeah. made tons of decisions before meetings that they're not allowed to deliberate in private, but yep. they were. Right. And we're going to find out all sorts of corruption if yes. they hand over those text messages. Yep. Yep. So they, they've behaved where they've been informed that in Idaho, these are not public record. Uh, they, they know. They've been they, advised by their yeah, own city but they, lawyers. But they and, are, and everybody yeah. knows you're doing public business as a public official. Yeah. That's a public record. And federally, that won't That won't, that won't hold up in a federal it, lawsuit. But, but even if we go sue and we get that, we get the information, they can keep doing that right. until so they're sued. So you want to try to change that. So, so what's, what's going to happen is, because I'm, I'm asking for text messages, and they yeah. have to because I'm in a federal They court. haven't, but they uh, have But they to. haven't given them. But I'm, I'm anticipating that they're going to say, oh, they were all deleted, like the audio. Yeah, well, the problem is that you can subpoena the phone company, and they, they still exist. So it's right. like, yeah. good, so, good luck. Yeah. Me? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Right. I'm thinking about, do you want also, I, we, we're going to talk about riding the dance, too, so we can jump yeah. from there after this, but... You know, winning the case is super important to me. Fighting this case is super right. important to me. I think it's important to a lot of people. Yep. But also, if you win the case, what does that look like for the officers who wrongfully, illegally acted? Do you want – they need to be fired. Well, I honestly, I think that if they're more effectively trained and they actually – More effectively trained. And part of that meaning that they can accept fault. if They, can, they repent? Yeah. If they can say like, yeah – if the guy says, yeah, I, I was frustrated. I shouldn't do that. Now, I want them gone for that. But at the same time, this is one of those things where if, if guys come fully around, if the department starts to function in a more healthy way, yeah. if they're willing to admit fault, if, then I'm, I'm way more comfortable with that because we have right. such a shortage of officers and we've got such a uptick in crime around the entire country. I don't. What I don't want under any circumstances is criminal law enforcement. Yeah. Like where the, if the law enforcement is criminal, it's the worst. I would much rather have regular old criminals than than criminals. <laughs> Those with the badge. Yeah, the criminals <laughs> with the badge. But the thing is that if if guys own that, if they actually if they actually own what they did, then I'd be way more open to them sticking around. But right now they're in hot water, and I don't think they have the psychology or the right mindset to, to own that. And so, yeah, I want them gone. I want anybody who's going to arrest a minor and start lying to him and interrogating him. Yeah. I want them off the force. Yeah. You know, it's like, is so hard though. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? It's like, I was wrong. Forgive me. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's what you got. to Yeah. But right. the, the, the thing is in that case, it'd be like, okay, great. Thanks. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would be very right. like, yeah. yeah. Slap his back and yeah. say, "Okay, man, yeah. let's." What did we learn? Yeah, <laughs> like right, I right. Don't, but I still don't think there still needs to be a little sting there, though. There still yeah. needs to be some sort of sting, like because well, you that, need not to do this again. I think you're underestimating how much sting there is there for a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, no, think, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> just, just to say they were wrong, just right? No, no, wrong. I'm not underestimating it, but I'm I mean, saying there met, needs to be some sting on top of the officers, and you're still like, I was right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, but I'm just saying there still needs to be something because everybody else needs to see that there's consequences to treating right. people illegally. Right. right, right, and so this one of the guys, the officer in charge, was uh, was on the scene years ago when uh, we took our only peace officer fatality when a guy yep. started shooting up the sheriff's department, and he was there, and it's like I'm not going to deny that that guy has has been a heroic defender in our of this town yeah, right. and our t- and you know in our community over the years. But just like a pastor who's done decades of great work suddenly gets entitled and then he still needs to Yeah, gets a little slippery there. with the tithe or something. It's like you're out. Like right. you're right. gone. You gotta be held to a higher standard. So it would need there would need to be like honest repentance. Yeah. Like I would need to believe it. And they would 
you know. The thing I want to underline that. But I don't want to destroy their lives. No. I, yeah. I want to correct the health of the city. We've said this Amen. several times on the show, but I think one of the things that I really appreciate is that, you know, and this is what Christian love does. What you are doing when you're standing up against this and right. thinking about your neighbors yeah. and thinking about your kids and your grandkids. Yeah. Like, what kind of city do I want them growing up in? Right. What kind of city do I want um, for my neighbors? Well, I don't want this kind of city yeah, where man. this kind of petty tyranny is going on. Um, you know, back to the Navy SEAL conversation. Again, the same kind yep. of thing. What kind of country do you want to defend? Yeah. What kind of country do you want for your people? Love says, this is insane. And, and this is, um, this is going to destroy lives. And, lo- yep. and love stands up and says, no, I'm going to, I'm going to resist this. Yep. I'm going to push back. And so the thing is, like, if they, if you think about it, I've paid like a, you know, forty some thousand dollar fine at this point, right? Equivalent, right. Paying, paying lawyer fees but the, and stuff. But the, yeah. yeah, but the principles yeah. are so much more important than that, right? So if I reached out to them and said, "Hey, could I just pay you five hundred bucks and take a guilty plea, and I can have a criminal record for the rest of my life, and so could my sons, right? And we can just get out of here." If it was just about dollar amount, right? That preserves their pride, yeah, and that right. preserves their ability to abuse right. their authority, yeah. which. Right. They would probably take because oh, that's yeah. the thing that matters exactly. to them. Right. They don't want money. They're exactly. bleeding money in this prosecution. It's not right. about money. Right. So it's not about money for them. It can't be about money <clears throat> for me. Right. And yeah. so I have to make – they want to bleed me dry and run yeah. out my gas tank and exhaust me that way. Yeah. And I'm just not going to. Do you ever think like following Jesus, taking up your cross and following him would mean something like this? <laughs> Fighting over stickers. <laughs> but it's pretty that's funny. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, is this what Reformation and Revival the looks most, like in honestly, the city? Honestly, the most terrifying thing to me about this whole thing is I can't even imagine if I was dealing with these kind of shenanigans in a real charge. Right. Like my sons have been accused of placing stickers on poles. Right. And the question is whether or not those non-damaging stickers were legal or illegal. Right. But you're like, that's, and it's a, it's a argument about the law and definitions and all that kind of stuff. And, and about the constitution. But if an accusation of rape, if I had a, if my son was accused of rape, I know that in this town, Audio and video is going to go missing. Right. Yep. I know police yep. reports are going to be falsified. Yep. yep. I know the city attorneys are going to make their decisions based on uh, politi- politics. Yeah, politics wow. and emotion. Right. Right. And uh, that terrifies me. And that's yeah. why I You're fighting. I feel like we have to do this right. because we have False to, accusations could yeah, be on a, you know, a lot like, grander scale. If, this, if they're willing to go, if the police department and the attorneys are willing to go to these lengths right. and the local magistrate judge is willing to go to these lengths to try to get me, right. uh, when I was at home asleep, uh, and it turns out they're super covenantal. So, uh, so I'm. This, you are their father. Uh, yeah. So I fathered I fathered sons who have placed stickers on poles without permission, and so I must be prosecuted. The if they'll do that, then what else will they do when the stakes are much higher? Like yeah. the stakes are so low here, and they're yeah. willing to cheat. This much we know. Yeah, That's right. yeah. Like, it's, we, it's horrifying. And Not, then you say like, "Well, yeah, we've seen the election. We've seen everything else. Yeah. We know exactly how." Well, far I mean, in one way or another, most people haven't been paying attention, but this has been going on inside of communities that people have been yelling about for a long time. They have been right about all the justice of, but they're saying, "Hold on, man. Yeah. There are some problems we're faced to here that is starting to." I've seen this generationally boil up to a point where people start shooting at police. Correct. You know what I mean? Like that's yep. how crazy actually, this a fr- gets. A friend of mine was telling some city uh, staff, and they actually. It, it turned a light on for them because they were just, you know, grouching about how horrible I am and right. and how, you know, like whatever, my terrible sons, et cetera. But uh, he pointed out, he's like, listen, you're trying to imprison his 14-year-old kid. Right. You know, you're trying to take his son away and place him in juvie with right. a bunch of MS-13 
you know, right. pull him out of school, pull him out of his family, throw him in prison over this. This is how you get a Ruby Ridge situation. Exactly. This is if you start pushing your chips in and say, no, we are going to, with, by force, and take with, your son away. With heavily armed officers, come to your house and take your son away over this, over stickers. It's like the escalation is right. insane. Right. And they actually understand, they said lights kind of came on for <laughs> You're them. You're like, oh. It's like, you know, because honestly, if I'd gotten a ticket in the mail, right. I would have laughed and been like, yeah, and I would have just paid it without thinking. Right. right. It wouldn't right. have even occurred to me to dive into the legalities right. and be like, yeah, they, you know, there's probably something against you know, placing a flyer on a pole. Okay, so whatever. whatever. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. even register. Right. But when they show up and say, this is the crime committed by lost cat posters and yard sale signs, and we're just enforcing the law equally, says the officer as he hands it to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so not only are you prosecuting the little old lady who placed the lost cat poster, you're also prosecuting her relatives who knew that she yeah. might at who some point. Who printed this for you, Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Who did the graphic design? <laughs> <laughs> we got to roll back this whole operation. So not, it's insane. Not only are you fighting this petty t- tyranny at this level, you're also making nature documentaries. Right. Meanwhile, in your spare time. Yes. So, the, and the thing is that. That's a whole other tyranny. And I, I think, but I think it's actually it connected. Is. I think it's connected. It is. So, it's always, uh, I am a contrarian. I love the fight. I love disruption and subversion. And on my wish list of things I, I wanted to do with my life that I told my wife before we were married 20 years ago when we we're, you know, out on a date. And I rattled off all the sacred cows and all the targets I wanted to punk at different points of my life. Nature documentaries were right at the top. It's like, I want to make Christian nature documentaries mm-hmm. because there aren't any. Yeah. And, uh, and ev- evolution sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. And so, and you take this weird tyranny of, of an extreme minority in our country of op- like thoughtful atheists, people who are intentionally atheists. They, right. they know they are, yeah. and they embrace that philosophy. As opposed to a lot of the just apathetic, you know, atheistic right, right, behavior right. that we see. People who know they're atheists, we have under 4%, you know, in the right. country. Right. And they control 100% of nature documentaries. Yeah. And then Christian families who love creation because God made it and this is his natural revelation. Yeah. Uh, and you read Job and are told to ask the beasts and they'll teach you. You know you're going to go learn stuff. You're going to go learn from these animals, from studying these animals. Right. You go to learn and all you get to do is chided about fossil fuels, man is a cancer, uh and told it's all meaningless and it was all courtesy of an explosion. Right. Uh and it's all a total accident, but for some reason we really must save it. And you and you may not use fossil fuels because this accident is so fragile. Um and it's it, it makes zero sense. And so there's not, you know, we've done a lot of apologetic stuff and we've done, mo- yeah. there's, I mean, we like Christendom, there's apologetic stuff, there's right. answers in Genesis, there's things like right. that. Yeah. Right. But there are not nature documentaries that just assume God, assume his authority, yeah. don't even get into the argument of it right. yeah. and just like celebrate creation and honor the creator that way. And Pretty so we have nature docs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, so we, right now we've been doing a, a crowdfunding campaign where we sell an investment. So we've, we've actually been taking investors from the crowd to get a series going. We're at a million eighty three thousand six hundred nineteen dollars right wow. now with four days left. So uh, every 500,000 bucks adds a ser- another episode to the series. Oh, wow. And so we're... How many? 5,000. Every, 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 five every half a million. Every half a million adds... Oh, 500,000. 500,000. So every 500,000 adds another episode. So you know we're ticking towards our third episode so, so we've done, right now. So we've done uh, Right in the Dance... Earth, yeah, right in the dance, water. water, yeah, and now this is right in the dance, and it's a um, 
it's episodic. Yeah, it's a docu series. And so what it basically the Angel Studios guys who did the Chosen came to us after Earth, uh, and I think probably right before we dropped water, but we were working on water and just said we really think this should be a series. This should yeah. be like half yeah. hour episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You could move faster cover more ground globally instead yeah. of the, the rhythm of feature production where we're getting to 80 minutes. Yeah. And then we have to do a big, like everything stops and we're not in production because we're doing a big release and we yeah. have to go out into 1100 screens, which right. was awesome with earth. Sure. Or we're doing decentralized, you know, events, you know, pay-per-view with water, but it's a full marketing stop, a full marketing spend. And they yeah. just said, let's do what we did with the chosen. Yeah. Let's sell 25% ownership to the crowd. So instead of a Kickstarter where, you know, you send them a T-shirt or something if they donate, and then Kickstarter takes a huge percentage. Right. This money goes to production, and you get a stake of as an owner. So we're selling what would normally be owned by a distributor. Uh-huh. We're selling the twenty five percent. We're selling to the crowd. They can take those shares. Once we've made the series, we can license it out to the platforms. Mm-hmm. They actually do want it. We've already had some real lucrative conversations. Uh, they they don't want to make it. But they but, want. The but content. this is it's very. But they know very, it'll sell. Yeah, it's a, this is a multi billion dollar industry, and there's this massive empty void right here. Mm. Um, and even weirdly, so Angel did a bunch of they commissioned a bunch of polling from Harris Axe before we did this, and seventy four percent of of nature documentary viewers identified as religious, and like how many seventy four percent of this multi billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. and yet. All of them are irreligious. Every documentary is right. anti-religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a huge market, and people know that. So as we pull in this crowdfunding, I I really want to send all these people checks. I want them to make money. Yeah. So our so deal it is, really is an investment. Like you can yeah. go and add, you know, fifty thousand dollars to yep. this angel platform, and then you you're you're twenty five percent over or part of that twenty five percent. You're owner. prorated in that twenty five percent ownership and then you get hundred and twenty percent of your money back before we start distributing to uh, producers. So I say that last part again for so, people yeah, in the so back. You get your, yeah, you get your money plus twenty. So it's like a okay. in, in traditional filmmaking that's a P and A investment. You get your yeah. money out first plus twenty percent. Uh, and so that's what happens with our investors. So if if we bring in revenue licensing the series, which we expect to do then those people will get their money plus 20 before we start distributing profits to the producers. But the most important thing to us is that it becomes self-sustaining, that it like be a thing and that it grow into more than its own series. It grows into an entire marketplace in 10 yeah. years. I want to be watching other people's Christian nature docs. I want to be, yeah, right. want, you're, you're creating this, the market. For yeah. This. I want this market to exist yep. and I want it to get fed and I want it to be, become more and more excellent. And so Right now, we're pivoting from features and the rhythm, the glacial rhythm of feature production, feature right. release, to uh, we're allowed by the U.S. government to raise $5 million this way. So we could do, uh, we could do up to like eight to ten episodes and have a whole first season at that number. Uh-huh. Right. right now, uh, if, if people go to angel.com slash riot, uh, they see we've got four days left in this first campaign, uh, and we're a million eighty three thousand. And if you look at the bar, it says episode three goal, you know, 1.5 million. So if we hit that 1.5, then like, okay, we're going to the third. We're making yeah. the third episode. We'll have a three-episode batch, and we'll, you know, we'll keep bringing in revenue to right. make a whole season and then right. a second season. And, and, and so, so really our, our show is, this is Sunday night. We're live Sunday night. So yeah. really they have Monday. Yeah, yeah. Fu- so Monday at midnight. Yep. Monday at midnight is when this round closes. So you have 24 yeah. hours from hearing this 
show. Really. Yeah, okay. right. So what uh, if you want to jump in, if you want to jump in, it's one of those things that I will say. I'm terrible at raising money because I say stuff like this. If you can't lose it, don't play with it. Um, but that goes for any, an, any investment. Any investment. Right. Like this, this is all, there's risk. I think it's, I mean, I've invested years in this, and I, I really believe in it, and we're finally getting to a place where I think, yeah, we're going to make some people some money. This is going to be great. Uh, I'm excited about that. But, you know, life is short. Yeah. Uh, Civil War could happen. <laughs> I could get hit by a UPS truck. But, I, could, I could have an adverse vaccine this, reaction to, <laughs> to, get into, to get into Rwanda trying to film gorillas. Cre- creation and evolution, though, is at the heart of everything we've been talking about That's today. That's right. Yes, I mean, I mean, absolutely. Creation, Who's in charge? Yeah, there's That's a right. God, there's a maker, it. there's an up and down, there's, there's gravity, there's truth, there's lies. Yeah. Or else none of it matters. And right. it's just might makes right, and yep. it's survival of the fittest. Which is what is yeah. happening more and more in our country. Yeah. It's, yep. it's just people power plays, demanding, and that's yeah. that's what all this tyranny is. The irony is that Christians are the fittest. I mean, just Christian communities sure. are, are the most resilient, and right. that's actually according. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just really funny. So if they they want to play by those rules, they right, lose. They still lose. It's because true. That's right. You know, it's, it's true. just like. It doesn't matter yeah. which which arena we're in, you're going to lose. We still win. And we're going to change the rules. So what's the website that people can go to again? Angel.com slash riot yeah. is the best place to Love go. It. And so the, the thing that's exciting about this is that we had to we had to crack a million in order to go, in order to say, okay, we're this is for real. Yeah. Um, and we cracked it. We, we cracked, cracked it. it. Cracked a million. Right. See how we gave it? We, we, we. We, we, we. We did, cracked we did it. it. <laughs> I mean, it's brother. You got that cross ball, dick bump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. So we're really excited about it, and it is the same kind of uh, misbehavior. I mean, honestly, the same kind That's of misbehavior right. that got my sons in trouble. Putting stickers up. Yeah, but on, we have to, and I, some people might be offended by this kind of stuff, but we have to break laws. We have to do all sorts of things in order to capture footage. We are not the BBC, and we can't just make a phone call to go play with research animals. Right. Rowdy. You know? So what we do is we have we have workarounds where we put crew in the field. They're technically they're on vacation. They can do whatever, uh, <laughs> and then we we can license all their footage after the fact. So there's ways we can get around permitting processes and restrictions. There's places where the government wants to review your scripts in advance. Wow. They won't grant you a film permit unless they get your narration, wow. and then. They'll have a government monitor it's there. It's kind of like a judge that says you can't yeah. appeal to the First Amendment. So they can have a government monitor there to actually check your script against what you're doing. Wow. Um, so we risked jail time in Sri Lanka just to get drone shots. <laughs> I mean, like a thir- third world prison experience would have been exciting. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it's, so but so I, heard, I heard there's one um, uh, time when you guys were filming bears and you made Dane just get in a bunch of honey and go running so you get the bears <laughs> to come... No, that's still, have some real good footage. That's that's still to come, Dave. That's a yeah. That's a plan. Dane, go. No, what? we would never be that that. Wait, well, that's stupid. What we did is we rubbed raw tuna on camera lenses and jumped in the water with sharks to get him all to hit yeah, the lenses. Yeah, that's that white people stuff. I love y'all. Man. I appreciate y'all. Somebody's so got to do it. Never, Gabe, we would never do something so foolish <laughs> as putting when honey. Does, when does Africa come out? So that's that's the thing. Africa was. When we were when we were planning to move forward with the feature series, Africa was the next big okay. feature. Is that coming into the Africa? Episodes? The Africa footage that we produced that we've captured during the pandemic is going to be woven into the episodes. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, uh, cool. And so that stuff is pretty awesome. And it, and Dane is hilarious. So Dane is the guy who's yeah he's been rammed by sharks, he's been hugged by manatees, and he's uh, in he's in amazing. production in production with. Uh, 
ride Africa, he woke up a white rhino that then charged him and the vehicle. And the driver was like <laughs> trying to get I mean, that thing would have just obliterated them. I mean, it was like peeling out in the Serengeti <laughs> trying to get away. And the rhino actually like pulled up and ran side by side with them as they were peeling out. Oh, they got, and Dane got that? Oh, yeah. Woo! But he also is the one who woke up a napping rhino when they were too close. He didn't even see it. And he like there was a giraffe he was trying to film, and he yelled something, and the rhino woke up and was startled by people like right there, oh, and so no. he just he got mad. Uh, first knocked over a tree, and then and then came at them. Man. So so yeah, Dane is the guy. If we were to cover somebody in honey and set him out with the bears, that would be the be, guy to do it. That would be the guy. Hey, y'all pray for Dane. <laughs> <laughs> we need the footage. Don't yeah. ask me to go. I appreciate Dane. <laughs> we'll throw you in the water, CK. Throw you in the water. Yeah, they ain't happening. You know, penguins, when they come up to the edge of the water, they push each other in to test for sharks. Yeah, I'm going to stay right here on land. Yeah. 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 Appreciate yeah. you, brother. Appreciate yeah. what you're doing, man. Yeah. Pray for Dane and his family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we win in every arena. Amen. 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 We will eventually. We will. The question is whether or not we're going to be dead first. No, that might happen too. <laughs> but, yeah. That's how we win. Yeah. Going into the garden, baby. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Wednesday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. We did not design a cookie-cutter curriculum meant to chop students into appropriately shaped submissives or snowflakes for the secular zeitgeist. We designed our curriculum the way we did because we want our graduates to be equipped to stand courageously against that destructive zeitgeist and to honor their maker and how they, body, mind, and soul, battle to save their communities and the entire Western world from our current diseased insanity. New St. Andrews College is not in the business of rubber stamping graduates for this particular job market or that particular career. We aren't happy unless our graduates are equipped to tackle any constructive cultural task anywhere, from courtrooms to hospitals to job sites to movie sets to the highest risk job and the most important setting of all, the raising and training of the next generation of immortal souls around dining room tables and in pews. The world may have gone mad, but it's not the first time. It has been saved before and by particular people, many of whom shared a very particular type of education. Augustine, Calvin, Jefferson, Churchill, and many lesser-known heroes in times of madness all had one type of education, one type of training in common. And it's the same kind of rigorous education we currently pursue surrounded by the rolling wheat fields of Idaho. By God's grace, our civilization will be saved or rebuilt from the smoking ruins. The men and women capable of such a task, capable of fearless joy and fiery laughter, all while undertaking such hard cultural labor, those are the kind of graduates we want, the kind we expect. They are why we exist and why we teach what we teach. So you might call it a major in world building or culture shaping or a major in saving civilization. We call it classical Christian liberal arts. New St. Andrews College, saving civilization since 1994.